bonus podcast number three. It means you're only getting one and a half more for the next week or so. Uh, it's probably not. We're gonna we're gonna go over that likely by the end of the week. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, Jamie Eisenberg here. We talked about Dak. We talked about Godwin. Now we get to talk about four different players in one fancy bonus pod. Uh, Allen Robinson, franchise tag by the Bears. Meanwhile, Kenny Galladay, Hunter Henry, and Chris Carson will not be franchise tagged. Jamie, what's the most interesting news item of these four? Oh, Galladay by far. I mean, uh, we thought he was going to get the franchise tag and be miserable with Jared Goff. And now he gets the chance to be a free man and go sign wherever he wants. And you've already seen, you know, some reports that the Dolphins are going to make a run in Kenny Galladay, that the Colts may make a run in Kenny Galladay. Uh, there's some teams that are going to be into Jacksonville, make a run in Kenny Galladay potentially as well. Um, it's going to be fun to see where he ends up because he could really change the dynamic of a fantasy passing attack, hopefully for the better. And uh, would be fun to see. Teams that currently, this is just right now as we're talking, have $20 million in salary cap space and have a wide receiver need. Jacksonville, Miami, Indianapolis, the Jets, the Patriots, Washington. Interesting in, interesting destinations. I'm not sure if there's one that stands out as the one that we, we would absolutely positively love him to have. I'm kind of partial to Jacksonville. On the other end of those passes from Trevor Lawrence, that's pretty Jamie? good to me. What do you think of that list? It's a fun list. It's an okay list. What do you think, Jamie, if you had to pick one? I mean, the Jets, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I Let me say the Colts. I feel like... Yeah, the Colts would be the best. He... I, this is the type of wide receiver that that uh, Carson Wentz is kind of used to. Um, you know, sure, but doesn't guy, he already not, have somebody in, like that injury in prone and and uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> downfield not not going to be a ton of catches. Uh, but Wentz likes to throw it downfield, or at least so far in his career. Uh, yeah, he's loved big targets. Okay, so so which destination? Uh, Allen Robinson back with the Bears. We don't know who's. I've also seen the Bengals too, which would be really fun. Oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah. No. Dude, it'd be great That'd for be terrible Burrow. For, yeah, right. That'd be terrible. They, they got Boyd and Higgins. You want Galladay to go there? Yeah, of course. Make Joe Burrow better. Yeah, it's all about Burrow. Uh, yeah, that's a team that loves to spend. <laughs> so what destination would get Kenny Galladay ahead of Allen Robinson in your rankings? If he goes somewhere with Sean Watson or Russell Wilson? There you go. Well put. Okay. So not a lot. Uh, well, let's talk about Allen Robinson and back with the Bears. Four seasons in his career with between 151 and 154 targets. That is a ton. Third most targets in football last year. And he was wide receiver 13 per game in PPR. Needs more touchdowns. Needs a better quarterback. Uh, Dave, are you happy about this? I I'm... I'm at the point with Robinson where I almost don't care how bad his quarterback is. I count on him to come through because he's been pretty consistently a, a at least a top 15 fantasy receiver with gusts into the top five. And I, I think that he can continue to be that with a mediocre quarterback with Nick Foles as his quarterback. But if they can somehow, some way upgrade or somehow, some way trade him, to a team that can use an upgrade at wide receiver and has a great quarterback, then we could be talking about Allen Robinson as one of the best fantasy receivers that you could draft. There's still obviously the potential of Russell Wilson, which as Peter King said Monday in his column, it's a pipe dream. Uh, obviously Deshaun Watson's potential there, but it seems unlikely as well. The thing that I think 
could maybe help Robinson slightly would be if they get one of the two veteran quarterbacks that are out there. Ryan Fitzpatrick would be amazing because you know he would just throw at him all day. Yeah. If that's something they would consider. But you're hearing a lot of Alex Smith to the Bears, um, which would be an intriguing option because you know that Smith is not going to necessarily challenge down the field, but he would probably lean on Robinson like he's leaned on, like he leaned on Logan Thomas and um, to, a, to a bigger extent, um, his running backs. Now, obviously, the Bears have running backs that catch the ball with Tariq Cohen coming back healthy, but I think you could still see 150 targets for Robinson with Alex Smith just knowing what's there. Now, that's not going to make this passing attack exciting. Ryan Fitzpatrick would. Uh, but if it's Foles and another veteran competing for it, then I think Robinson will still be okay. If it's a young guy that, you know, that they draft and, and they move up to, you know, take somebody, then that's where I think Robinson may struggle. Let's say they, you know, move up and take, you know, Lance. Uh, that would be bad for Robinson. That type of quarterback who still has uh, some room to grow. So let's say Alex Smith is the quarterback week one for the Bears and Kenny Galladay goes to the Colts. Who's ranked higher for you guys? Who are they playing? <laughs> for the full season. <laughs> he, Not for week one. Oh, for the season. <laughs> yeah. You said week one. Well, I meant he's Alex Smith is the week one starter. I presuming Sorry. he wouldn't necessarily think, be the full, full 17 game. Yeah, I, I think I'm still going with Robinson. All right, is this look, I don't know that you could pick two wide receivers that what are if more they both are on the Bears. That are more format dependent, right? <laughs> you know, like Galladay is such a non PPR guy and Robinson yeah, has become such a PPR guy. Uh, what if they're both on the Bears? Then Alex Smith top top five? No, I'm just kidding. No. So hey, they could get but both. Ryan wide Fitzpatrick would be yes. They should get both wide receivers and Hunter Henry. All right, Hunter Henry's not going to get the franchise tag. Chris Carson's not going to get the franchise tag. Uh, Jamie, <clears throat> right now, who are you more interested in in fantasy? As they are nomads that don't have a team. Carson or Henry? Yeah. Carson. I mean, just because of the position he plays. I think we should go back to Detroit for a second, though, because it seems likely that Kenny Galladay is not resigning there. That's still a possibility. Uh, they did make the Tyrell Williams signing official today, but Quentin Cephas is somebody that Quintus Cephas is somebody that you should have mm-hmm. on your radar with the late round pick. Um, you know, there, there's there's a chance that he is going to be right now one of their top three receivers. It'd be shocking if he's their number one, but he could be their number two, and. You know, just given the the target potential there, um, that this is a guy that should be somebody you're considering. And, and I would take a look at your dynasty leagues just in case he got dropped at some point, and he's worth picking up now if you're allowed to make moves. Oh well, how about Tyrell Williams? <laughs> I mean, Tyrell Williams as well. But I, I I think again, you know, you you kind of seen what Tyrell Williams is. You know, he'll have some good moments. I don't know if Jared Goff is the type of quarterback that's going to enhance his play. So you know, Williams is somebody that we'll have some, some good moments, you know, a couple of weeks where he can win you your fantasy league. But I think more times than not, he's going to be more of a disappointment. So there's uh this, this is the worst receiving core in the NFL right now. And it's not even close. And TJ Hawkinson is, is now going to be the fourth tight end off the board. I think a yeah. lot of people's fourth or fifth. Uh, uh, well, I, I mean, fifth right now, he was fifth for me already, but I think I'm going to move him ahead of Mark Andrews, just looking at what the opportunity is. This is the scenario that we talk about all the time of where's the receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no, you know, yeah. so he he's going to be the number one option for Jared Goff. And we've seen Goff put up some great numbers when his tight ends have been involved in the past, just hasn't been on a consistent basis. Yeah, Jamie, I don't know what Jared Goff did to you, but you really don't don't seem to think very highly of him. 
That, um, this is a Jamie that, thing, or this is a well, he's just taking some game. shots on, on Jared Goff. Today. Jared Goff has been very good for his wide receivers. I think Sean McVay has been very good for his wide receivers, yeah. and I think his wide receivers have been very good players. <laughs> they have. Say that Tyrell Williams, but I don't. I don't know that that this is good for Galladay. I I wouldn't have minded Galladay on Detroit. Sure, certainly there are scenarios where he goes to a better <laughs> spot, but he could be. It could be worse for him. I mean, you knew if he went back to Detroit and they didn't make any significant wide receiver additions, not Tyrell Williams is, does not count as that. You knew he was going to get a lot of targets, so I don't, I don't, I want to see him be the one A somewhere. We all. Do. Uh, I mean, he still can. Yeah, he's still good. Sure. Again, the the teams that they've rattled off for you, the Patriots, he'd be the one. The Jets, he'd be the one. The Jaguars, he'd be the one. You know, Colts. now obviously those teams have varying degrees of who's the two. The Dolphins, he'd be the one. Colts. Colts, he'd be the one. Washington, he'd be the two. Hmm. I might say he'd be the 1A in Washington. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about Hunter Henry and Chris Carson. More interested in Carson. You know, he plays running back. Um, Who's got the better chance of having a great year? Great year. If either Henry or Carson have the chance, who's got the better chance? I'll say Carson. I think they're both kind of injury-concerned type of players. They've had their battles throughout the years of staying healthy but Carson could still theoretically be in a position to be a lead back for a team. That would mean more yardage, more opportunities, more touchdown opportunities than Hunter Henry could find. You agree, Jamie? Uh, Yeah. I mean, the only difference would be is that if they're both great at their respective positions, you'd rather have Hunter Henry than Chris Carson. Yeah. I mean, Hunter Henry could conceivably be a top five tight end. I don't think Chris Carson is going to be a top five running back. Would you rather have a top five tight end or a top 12 running back? If it's a top five tight end, like a legit top five tight end, like he's pushing to, you know, be okay, in the top three. Yes. Then I would, I would rather have him tight end. Than but, a top you know, Carson, Carson, he's got to go to get a feature job. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, he can still go back to Seattle and be the feature guy there. That, that's not out of the possibility. You know, I think that's one thing to, to keep in mind with these guys that don't get tagged. doesn't mean that they're leaving their teams. Most likely they are but it's not a guarantee that they are. So, you know, it doesn't make sense for the Chargers, per se, to tag Hunter Henry for the second time and have to pay that cost as opposed to with the salary cap situation being what it is, work out a long-term deal or give him a big guaranteed deal just for this season alone. So, um, you know, I, I think we can still see Carson in Seattle, but if Carson goes to Atlanta, as we've talked about, to the Jets, to the Dolphins, um, maybe Steelers, Packers, you know, uh, teams that are going to lose running backs or have some holes. Um, Cardinals, you know, he, he could end up still in a great situation. Pittsburgh, you know, the, the teams that we talked about that have needs at running back. Like you don't want to see him in Buffalo, for example. You don't want to see him where he's uh, the head of a committee again. So with the Chargers, if Hunter Henry is not back, you are talking about a team that has a new coaching staff, but was third in the N- or was fifth in the NFL in pass attempts last year, and only three pass attempts behind Kansas City, who was third. So they were almost tied for third in pass attempts, and they just lost. If Henry is in fact not going to be back, what if you take out Week One when it was Tyrod Tyra Taylor, and you take out Week Seventeen where Mahomes didn't play? Then how does it work out? <laughs> I don't know, but I would bet you I mean, that the Chargers sat the bleep out of that. I thing bet you the Chargers were <laughs> ahead of the, of the Chiefs in that regard. Uh, but Henry was number two on the team in targets last year. So there's opportunity if he's not back. 
And does that... You think he would have been second if Eckler played the whole year? No, but he also missed two games, so I think it would have been really close. He missed two games, I think, for COVID at the end of the year. I agree with that. Um, I, yeah. I also think that Joe Lombardi and his track record suggests that it's a good spot for a tight end. You saw him make use of Ebron back in the day in Detroit. He did his best with Ebron and other tight ends there. Is and that he comes a good from testimony, though? No, well, listen, I'm just looking about I'm just looking at usage. I'm not looking at success necessarily. And he had a big slice of the reception share there. And he comes from New Orleans, and the Saints have used tight ends frequently throughout the years. I think tight end will be an important part of the Chargers offense moving forward. That already has been with Herbert. Can I tell you this, tough guy? Last year, this is directed at Jamie. Austin Eckler averaged 6.5 targets per game. Tough guy. Hunter Henry averaged 6.64 targets per game. Cool. Yeah, basically exactly the same. Slightly, slightly more. All right, well, we got the rest of the week to talk about this stuff. Well, I think, you know, again, just to look at the along the lines of Quintus, Quintus Cephas, uh, check to see if Donald Parham is available in your Dynasty League as well because as of now, he's the only tight end on the roster. And as we saw in the brief XFL stint, he was pretty good. So um, there's a chance that he could, you know, be the guy there. I doubt it, but it wouldn't be surprising. But he's a guy that's going to have a lot of buzz um, now that this job could potentially be his. He's six foot eight, and in three of his 10 catches last year were touchdowns. And Mike Williams had 17 targets in the last two games of the season without Hunter Henry. Uh, what he about was, his eight best games? What was that? What about his eight best games? I, inside joke I'll tell you all about that inside joke on Thursday I'll probably forget by then but uh, it's not that funny anyway so we'll talk to you third well we'll talk to you throughout the week who knows when we'll be back we'll be back in an hour with another breaking news pod I'm sure Jamie and Dave thank you guys very much I'm Adam and uh, have a good one everybody talk to you soon <laughs>